Hello, what you are about to hear is a podcast. And what that means is we're going to talk into microphones and then broadcast it on on pods, in your iPods. You're going to hear this on your iPod. And so I just wanted to give you an intro in case you were confused as to what was happening. Sometimes we'll say pretty silly stuff. Yeah. But it's not, we're not being wrong. We're doing a joke to make you laugh. Also, sometimes- I, wanted to, I wanted to say to my grandpa, Dan, who I asked to listen to this one, well, I'm glad that you figured, I knew you could do it. Yeah. I knew you could do it, G-Pod Dan. I knew you could you listen to a podcast. Downloaded it through Napster, and I'm listening to it. And listen, <laughs> folks- for pirating our podcast, Grandpa Dan. Just a little uh, prologue. You're going to hear us make some pretty obscure references, and you're going to think, oh, I don't get this because I'm not a regular listener. But the truth is, you don't get it because you're not one of the three of us, and sometimes not even then. Yeah, true. Yeah. Sometimes we, the things we say just isn't funny. No, yeah. listen, and it's nothing. We'll, we'll be interrupting the show throughout to try to give you some context, but we think you're set up now. What you're going to hear next is the introduction. Now, in my brother, my brother and me, this is our show that we do. Yeah, this is where we normally do like sort of a slice of life skewed view. Yeah, twisted perspective on the current events. Sometimes we talk about movies for like a really long time, and it's unclear happens. even to us if we're actually excited about them or not. Sometimes when we struggle to think of something funny to say, we just cuss a lot. So yeah, please be prepared yeah, yeah, for that. Yeah. That's a, that's kind of throughout though. That's not just an introduction thing. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna begin now. Okay. But don't if you get scared at any point, please, please tell one of us. Yeah. And we will just, stop the show. Just this raise your hand. Yeah. It's an interactive experience. Okay. Here we go. You ready? The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert. But if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? One, two, three, four. It's the start of something beautiful. A small acquaintance has blossomed. It's ripened into a precious friendship. It feels like it's better, it's better with you. My life, it's better, it's better with you. This is true, it's better, it's better with two. My life, it's better with you. Hello, everybody. Oh, no, wait. No, Justin. Quieter. No, why is it quiet? They can like hot. Just because they're new doesn't mean they don't like it fucking hot. Oh, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Hello, everybody. And well, wait, this is the music we always play. Okay. (laughs) Hello, everybody. It was too annoying. I couldn't even do more than this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to my brother, my brother, me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I've always said modern like that. Yeah. And then um, I'm going to say middleist, which isn't a real word as far as I know, but I am the most middle, right? And I'm, oh, I'm also going to say like a big dog wolf wolf. And that's because every year we brand the year and this is 20 big dog run. Uh, What does that mean? You ask? I don't know. And I'm your middleist brother, Travis, big dog wolf wolf McElroy. What's up, shit stains? Whoa. No, wait, wait now, hold on. <laughs> Griffin has never brought this energy before. No, I so think Griffin's trying to rebrand. Like, 
Okay. That's sort of how I come into the beginning of it. Every episode is very it's complicated. Not, don't no, lie not, to them. That is never. That is never. You've uh, never done is it that before. Is it the voice? Do you think is it the voice? You called them shit stains, Griffin. Hold on. Let me try. Let me try again. What's up, skid marks? This. No. Is- well, that's. I mean, better. That's <laughs> noticeably better. It's better. What? Not it's more quite It there. feels more affectionate. It has an what's affectionate up, energy. What's up, droopy drawers? It's. I think that's better. The youngest one. Now, but Griffin, you're usually kind of the sweet one, and I'm kind of the bad boy in the group. And I need you to bring some more like sweet energy, so people know that like you're the safe one. What's right? up, shit stains? Okay, so that just be... to get some questions out of the way yeah. for new listeners, this is the Max Fun Block Party, yeah. which is where we're we're trying to onboard new people, say right. welcome in. It's right. Not, and this show actually doesn't lean on. People accuse us of doing a lot of in-jokes. I try to avoid that, actually, hilariously. I try to avoid that in this show. It just is a lot of non-sequiturs a lot yeah, of times. Yeah, yeah. It feels like in-jokes that you assume, yeah. like, oh, people who have listened before understand what they're talking about. But as I Certainly. said earlier, no. <laughs> no, no. Um, but this, but we're trying to make – here's the setup, right? We're actual ass brothers. Yeah, <laughs> Like ass real brothers. brothers. Yeah. Not a joke. We're the McElroys who grew up together. Our dad's Clint. We do the Adventure Zone together. And we have done since 2010, April 2010, we've done an advice program that you are now listening to and enjoying, we hope. I mean, right now. So we've been doing it for a long time. This is our 580th episode. And the show has evolved, but not as much as like you would think, yeah, right? Sure. It's not like you know, uh, General Hospital, where 11 years later it would be unrecognizable. This is still basically the it's same. It's the same thing. Thing. We stick, have a, but yeah. we're just, we're a lot tireder. That's true. Time. We're older now. We've got kids. Um, and God knows how many at this point. And uh, I also we know- We have six kids, two each. You can't do this. Oh, you're right, you're this right. Is uh, our yes. first year we, we have two kids. We have two kids each, six We total. share two kids. <laughs> we have two kids. It's a timeshare program. Um, we, we went in together to buy the kids. <laughs> we each get four yeah. months. Um, but, and I know what you're wondering, I've been listening now to the show for a while and they haven't given any advice yet. But get used to that. That doesn't um, because happen. not as much advice these days. We're not qualified in any way. And we've also, at this point, as we said, 581 episodes in, basically answered every problem the world has. There's nothing right. new under the sun. It's just no one listens is the problem. Yeah. Yeah. You know no what one I mean? ever no does one listens. We say. Well, it's because yeah. Bob Ball back there in the beginning is like, Tells don't listen to the to brothers. Sure, and it's like, yeah. God damn it, Bob Ball. So, he, so, so I know you're wondering, where's this, if this is a block party, where's the snacks? Where are and the snacks? The answer is you got to download them. Yeah, we are oh. uploading pictures of some amazing snacks. I made a and Jello mold. Yeah, Travis did a Jello mold. I got I got some pimento pasta salad, Ooh. and that's going to be a beautiful JPEG. Um, and you're going to really taste the the highlights and shadows and colors on that one. So enjoy that. We got some bands coming out. What's up, Blues Traveler? Coming out on the stage at 7 p.m. Not, not gonna have not it's Blues Traveler, but without John Popper, because he kind of sucks. 
Oh, okay. Well, then it's 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 it's, it's a harmonica free blues traveling yeah. experience. It's just We're kind of an acoustic non harmonica blues. Yeah, sure. Wouldn't it be rad if the blues traveler guy one time forgot his uh, harmonicas? Like he left his harmonica vest in his trunk with all his guns, and when the concert started, that's when he realized, and he had to make her not mouth and see if anybody noticed. Hey, does anybody have any, like, wax paper I can put on the comb? Anybody? <laughs> Damn it. I went to Juilliard. Um, so <laughs> just just to kind of start. Do you, I, know, where, do you know where Dracula's uh, setting music? Where? Where? Booliard. Oh, God. So this Why would it be Dracula and not a ghost? I will Dracula say this, doesn't say fucking boo. The past seven minutes of recording that we have done have been... Not a joke. Pretty good cross-section of the experience we provide here. Well, I thought this would be a good opportunity for people at home to maybe get to know us on a deeper level. And Colin uh, sent this in, and this is just kind of a getting-to-know-you icebreaker question. Uh, The original question here on some kind of web forum was, what would be the worst torture to you? And a woman Uh, named Laura answered, you make me live in a cabin in the mountains in winter. And every Saturday, I would have to host a garage sale. And you, <laughs> and you would not give me any frozen or fresh vegetables or fruits to eat. That is the worst <laughs> torture Laura can imagine. So I wanted to posit to us, what is the worst torture we can imagine? I, I'm not going to go with anything better than Laura Williams May, who, by the way, put on in her bio, Laura Williams May, comma, I offer alternative explanations and viewpoints. Indeed. Which, good on you. And you can tell that because Laura has offered almost 13,000 answers to questions on whatever website this is. And they're almost all about how little she wants to be in a cabin in the mountains in winter and host a garage sale every Saturday. Are these, do you think that these are three, like, stacking tortures or into it, like, you have to live in a cabin? Oh, man, this sucks. I think I could get used to this. Well, guess what? (laughs) This Saturday, you have to host a garage sale. Oh, man. Well, it's every Saturday. God damn it. Well, at least give me some fresh or frozen vegetables or fruits to eat while I'm hosting the garage sale. Wait, why are you laughing? (laughs) I like that Laura has now, that's all the vegetables and fruits, Laura. Frozen or fresh, right? That's it. Yeah. I mean, I guess dried? Canned. That's a different Canned? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pickled. Mush. She only likes them frozen or fresh. Yeah, that's Mush her deal, man. It's one of the two opposite ends of the spectrum. Okay, so right. this, so here's what we do: we take questions from listeners, we answer them to the best of our ability. We're gonna try to get through more than usual, which is oh. to say, more than one, okay, or maybe two. Let's yeah, let's do During it. During lunch, I accidentally dropped a few black beans, and they roll. By the way, I feel like we never say this, but if you have a question, oh yeah, you can send it. To M-B-M-B-A-M, I know what you're thinking. Wow, a very bad nickname for a podcast. Yep. And yes, you are not wrong. M-B-M-B-A-M at MaximumFun.org. Hey, another thing real quick. Oh. Speaking of the bad name of our podcast, a listener pointed out on the YouTube comments, because I was watching our, our theme song by Montaigne, because uh-huh. uh, my kids love it. Uh, they pointed out that my brother, my brother and me fits Exactly with the, the the cadence of the chorus. My brother, my brother, my brother and me. And yeah, me. that's fun. That's yeah, good it's really stuff. good. It's yeah. fun. Anyway, uh, okay. So 
I accidentally dropped a few black beans and they rolled under my cubicle into my coworkers that sit straight across from me. This is already a nightmare. Um, and just, oh, for listeners at home, you might be confused. This didn't happen to Justin. Justin right. is Thank reading you, a question from a listener and it's yeah. written in first person, but Justin is merely yeah. the conduit. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just launch right into him and you think I'm talking about myself yeah, and then at yeah, the yeah. end I'm like, doofus in Dakota or whatever. Because like, long, you, know, long, you know Justin loves beans. Right, long-time listeners will remember that Justin exclusively did eat beans for several years, yeah, so yeah. I could understand the confusion there. I used to be a bean boy. I know. Now I'm not anymore. No, now you're a bean man. Too dense. <laughs> I have never met them. I think they vacuum here on the weekends, but this happened on Monday, and by then they will be moldy and maybe smell. Mm. Should I go pick up the beans when they are away and risk being caught in the act and having to explain? Should I just leave them be? In leave them be. There's no way to make this joke land. Just leave them not be. An audible word. sort of format. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, we'll do the jokes around here. Thanks. Okay. That's from being there. Smelled that in Minnesota. I love, by the way, that in this question, at no point is go over there while they're there. And yeah, explain yeah. an option provided. Hey, bro, Cephas, I dropped some bean beans over here. Going to clear you out one sec. But here's the thing. If you're caught over there and then you say, I'm over here because I dropped some beans and they rolled under your cubicle, that is the most fishy explanation I've yeah, ever heard. that's a weird one. That's They're definitely going to think you've accidentally dropped your stash like in rent and now they are... They are on the case. Here's what but I'm going to say. But if you say, if you go over there and say, like, I dropped some beans and they rolled under. Sorry about that. That's so wild that there's no way they're going to think you're lying. Right? That's like, a good point. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, it's just a couple beans. It's just That's what fucking beans. Jack and the Beanstalk thought, Griffin. Just a couple beans. And then pretty soon, a giant falls and levels half the city. But the bean Jack Jack didn't roll the beans accidentally. Like Jack's mom was like, "Get these fucking beans out of here, yeet!" And then a big beanstalk came out, and then we all know the rest of that story. Um, everybody got squished and died from it. But I would like so, just a side note. Just and I know this is pretty um, some some uh, Monday morning quarterbacking on the author of Jack and the Beanstalk. When the mysterious stranger said, "Trade me your cow for these magic beans." Wouldn't anybody, no matter what level of curiosity they have, anybody would say, in what way are they magic? Yeah, what kind of spell do yeah, they kind of magic? contain? Like, it's not like magic bean is just, uh, like a category of bean. They're like, oh, these are some of those magic beans I've heard. Like, because if the mysterious changer is like, oh, it'll grow a giant beanstalk that you'll have to climb and yeah, then no like hide from a man eating giant. How did I get them, you ask? Don't worry about that. Give me your cow. Give me that cow right now. Anyway, it's not a good if story. I was this, if I was in the cubicle across from this person and they came over like, hey, couple, couple beans those did roll under and I looked down there, I would be like, oh, it's fine. It's just a couple beans. If it was 50 beans, mm, yeah. and I looked under my desk and there was a small pile of beans under there, I'd be like, amazing, yeah, you should get those. You, sh you need to clean those up. This is where I, I work. I think about that. I think about this a lot, right? You where, do? Well, no, it's just this idea of like, one is nothing. Right. And a million is a huge thing. Yes. So there's some number, there's a fixed 
number. Yeah. Right? Like, if one bean is on the floor, you probably wouldn't even notice. Yeah. If a hundred beans are in a small pyramid arranged perfectly, yeah. like, sitting in your cubicle, that's a huge deal. That's a massive deal. So there's some number in between one and 100 beans where it becomes a topic, yeah. where it becomes something that needs deal dealt with. I, I think I've got it. I think I know the number. Oh, really? I know the number. I absolutely know the number. I think it's five beans. <laughs> okay. If now, I what makes you okay, okay, wait? No, 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 what makes shush, you say that? Shush, shush, If I look under my desk that's and there's- thesis. If there's one bean under my desk, oh, that's fine. Two beans- Oh, there's a couple beans down here. Three beans? That's a few beans. Four beans is like, should I do something about this? <laughs> nah, it's just four beans. Five beans is insane. That's a now, that's way too many beans to have under your desk. I don't think it's a binary, right? Because I actually think a singular bean in the wild, if I saw just a black bean under my desk, how yeah. the fuck did one yeah, bean get like, there? Like you wouldn't even, you wouldn't. Okay, so there's a there's like a feature, not a bug, a feature of the human experience mm -hmm. where it's like if something's small and you maybe don't necessarily want to think about it that much, you could filter out a bean. Yeah, yes. Like you could be like, eh, I don't, even, I don't know. My awareness is not going to engage with that one bean. I don't. I can't deal with that. Oh man, it must be nice not having ADHD. But go on. <laughs> oh, really? I'm sorry, I see I that bean. It's my whole day. What yeah. the fuck is that bean doing here? I got. I'm on the hunt. So that's a bean question. That's one of our many bean questions we do. We like to open things up with a bean segment. Yeah. Um. And now there's another segment here that I I would say is much beloved and everyone. Loves it when I do it. And uh, I'll pull you aside, folks. Uh, this next is going to be a little bit loud, but riddle me piss, boys. Oh. And now let me pull you aside real quick to say that we don't like this. Well, we do, there are we some folks do. out there that do. Yeah, that's uh, this, important context, but this that is, we don't like it. I'll, I'll give you guys, uh, new listeners, a little explanation. So there are people who will submit riddles to the internet and every time they put that riddle up they think this is an absolute slam dunk but actually as you will see from this riddle this is not the case so this was you probably by... don't need to explain that i That's think people fair. are going to get that the yeah. riddles aren't very good this is submitted by kayla thank you kayla if all wibbles are criggles all borkins are crumbling what i i i already i already don't want it if yeah, all wibbles are criggles all borkins are crumblin', crumblins, excuse me. No hoggles are borkins, and all criggles are borkins. Is it true that all borkins are criggles? This sucks. It sucks, Travis. Do you want to hear it again? No, no absolutely not. I just want to hear, wanna hear the answer. If all wibbles are criggles, all borkins are crumblins, no hoggles are borkins, and all criggles are borkins, is it true that all borkins are criggles? I can't, I try, actually, you know, it's funny. I tried to make my brain engage with it yeah. at the time. And it could, and it slides couldn't. right off, doesn't it? It just slides, it just bounced out. It couldn't do it. So what was it? Was it? No. Uh, is Juice, you say yes, I'll say no. So okay, that's, yes. No. Griffin's right. The answer, what they've actually written here is nope. So there cool. you go. Borkins Another aren't Kriggles. One. Borkins aren't Kriggles. what I'd say is Borkins aren't Kriggles. Yep. That's fantastic. Um, Jesus. We used to do Yahoo Answers on this show, but then that this website got suffocated, suffocated, killed, yeah, got shut down and deleted off the internet. So we, we've this is a, a nascent segment, I would say, 
um, fresh. And it's very exciting where we approach the Wizard of the Cloud and we look at questions on WikiHow instead. And we learn things instead of... When Yahoo Answers, it was just, uh, you know, mystery atop a mystery. WikiHow yeah. is like a, a, a teacher. It's like a teacher that comes to teach you things. And mm. today's WikiHow is him. Kind of like Nanny McPhee when you think about it. It's basically Nanny McPhee. What? Yeah. yeah, it's like Nanny McPhee. It teaches you lessons that maybe you don't even realize you you're learning. It's like Dr. Parnassus. Just like and Dr. Parnassus. Jessica and Mr. Magorium, which I haven't a seen. A lot but of I, them. Okay. Uh, this is a subject. That's near and dear to I think all our hearts, and is how to mosh in a mosh pit. Thank you. I've always been I've always been curious about the level of violence that you are supposed to bring to that sort of encounter. Yeah, I've is, always been worried I'll get go. in there and fling myself at like a ten, and then they'll be like, "Whoa, dude! Whoa, dude! Fucking stop! We're fucking on like slip, a three! Sl- <sighs> fucking Slipknot on stage is like stop, stop the rock music! Look at that guy did a big hit! Get the Fuck out of here. Hey, <laughs> this is a shared experience. Yeah. Mosh so, like that at uh, home. The, the first few things are preparatory. Preparatory. What? Preparatory? Proprietary. 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 Griffin invented them just for this. Uh, step one. <laughs> These are patented. Wear clothes you don't care about getting ruined. Wear old, worn clothes or a cheap outfit you don't feel attached to. Clothing can get easily ripped or stained in a mosh pit. Spelled how? What, Spelled what how? if I wear what if I wear my stained t-shirt? There you go. Yeah. That's a very it's a risk that you can <laughs> What's stained? I mean, it's a bummer. It must be a bummer to get a go to a stained show from the band stained. Yeah. And then later you go to Wiener Schnitzel. Right. And yeah. You're having yourself a nice hot dog. Yeah. And then you la- layer it up with all your favorite topics. Your moose stars, right? your, your first, catsups. Everyone be quiet. Okay. And then your first fight, <laughs> I got this. And your first fight, ketchup and mustard squirts out onto your shirt. And you have look down at your new stained t-shirt that you bought at the concert earlier. And you think, I can never express this to other yeah. people. Yeah. I'll never be able to express this situation. Hey, what the happened to that new show shirt you bought? Enough. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's stained. Oh, I know. Yeah. I was with you. No, no, no. It also said that the, the very next step is actually don't bring... Big bottles of mustard into the mosh pit. That's uh, fair. That's rude. Hey, um, as as someone who grew up grew up like listening to music in the nineties and stuff, is Stained one of those bands that was like sounded like really hardcore, but was actually secretly a Christian rock band? Christian, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I think Probably Puddle of Mud is. I don't um, know. That feels right. All right. Wear contact lenses instead of glasses. Obs. Yes, yes. Avoid wearing loose jewelry or accessories. Partially, I think, because they get that you don't want to get choked, but also because of mosh bandits. And we well, know. Yeah. <laughs> mosh and I don't wanna, men. And, and I don't want to point fingers, but I do remember one time Justin went to a rock concert and came back with a beeper that wasn't his. You want to talk about that? Oh my God! What do you not remember I don't that? Remember this? No, tell me more. You went to a concert and you said you brought. Maybe this was a lie. You told your brother. Maybe you bought a beeper and you were embarrassed about it. But you said you found a beeper on the floor at a rock concert after a mosh pit, and you brought it on home, which is fantastic. I know that one time I traded in enough Pepsi points to get a Mountain Dew beeper. Yes, that that's wasn't it. it. I did yeah, do that. that I wasn't it. I think this is a different situation, though, it sounds like. Okay, this seems like the kind of thing you remember this. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Make sure your shoes are tied. Fantastic. Uh, Yes. All right. Wait for the mosh. This is joining the mosh pit. This is where we, this is where the fucking rubber hits the road. Wait for the mosh pit to open up. 
Yeah. Mm. You'll know like, it's getting be, ready to will start. Will there be a signal or? Well, Travis, you'll know it's getting ready to start when the performer announces it or other concert goers begin to make a clearing near the stage. Probably not the first one. Okay, everyone. Okay, everyone. <laughs> On me. three? It's me, Jeremy Slipknot. And I'm, I've got the, the red flag here. Wave, wave. Begin. Begin, <laughs> begin the shoving. There is a, uh, a flaw with the second one, though, which is if you're waiting for other people to start the moshing, then oh, what if yeah. everybody's waiting? You could be a mosh okay. pioneer. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, finish your drink. Don't bring a drink. Duh. Enter the mosh pit once you're ready. Yeah. Don't be yeah. surprised mm. if people are pushing you and bumping you as you get to the edge of the circle. If you don't want to dive right into the mosh pit, stay at the edge of the pit for a little bit and observe until you feel ready to enter. What's the number of people standing on the perimeter of the mosh pit staring intently yeah. at the people moshing that makes the people moshing feel uncomfortable like at what level do you even though you're jumping and feeling the vibe of the music and hurting and pushing and shoving and hurting other people are you like i can't ignore the fact that there are just like a dozen people looking at me well i think much like the me. bean question we can start with if it's just two people moshing that's a romantic or at least very intense emotional experience two people <laughs> that's that's like a, a wedding's first dance there right you don't want to yeah. interrupt when two people are moshing together you don't want to interrupt what they've got going now as soon as a third party enters right now the energy i think is spread out as such that you need a fourth person to balance out or else inevitably two of the three are going to start mosh moshing together while the third is excluded. Oh God! Yeah. You need to share the load with uh, four. Um, right. At which point, then it just is going to escalate from there. That's right? going to snowball for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, start moshing. Jump up and down in place. Make a lap around the pit. Have both your hands open and your arms up at about chest level. That's a cool look. That's probably not true. Gently push people or bump into them. It's okay to push people around. Everyone's in the pit expecting it, but remember, you're not there to hurt anyone. Avoid elbowing anyone in the chest. As for some people, that oh. can be quite sensitive, if not painful. I would say most people. Yeah, most, unless it's like fucking Colossus. Most people getting elbowed in the chest is gonna feel that. Not gonna feel, mm -hmm. not gonna feel good. Keep with the pace of the music and those around you. Cool off with a breather during slow songs. Oh, one yeah. Of, one of Stain's slow songs. And be <laughs> one prepared of their for every be prepared for everyone to start moshing harder once the music picks up again okay cool this is this is i know you're thinking i'm definitely gonna hurt somebody like somebody's going to get hurt here not if you follow mosh pit etiquette the next segment one stop and help anyone up should they fall yes that's that's a, that's true in life as it is yeah. in mosh yeah if you see anyone fall down and you're close to them it's a good thing to do in general regardless of whether or not a bunch of sweaty uh yeah but but rock fans are, i would say are, it does become down nearby it does become especially important when that is happening yeah pick up dropped items and hold them above your head is this anyone's beeper nope <laughs> bye <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how to transfer service on a beeper so i guess i'll be answering doug's pages that was the biggest mystery to me um if you see anyone's shoe or cell phone on the ground stop and pick it up the image that wiki has provided which if you've never been to the website is always good is somebody very happily holding a shoe above their head and i like to think like i get into the music right you all know me i like to ride those vibes but if my shoe comes off that's <laughs> priority number one at the very yeah. least it's going to create a physical imbalance in your body yes. you're going to notice yes uh don't throw things in the mosh pit yes thank you yes that's good or the and don't try pit. to don't try to mosh with people who aren't in the pit get in 
in here. Yeah, don't try to start an ancillary mosh pit. That's a weird. That is a that is a weird sort of state of mind for the person who's like, I'm the edge of the mosh pit. Mm-hmm. Th- this mosh, no mosher. Mm-hmm. I hate this mosh pit. I'm. I hate this mosh pit. I'm standing guard of you. I won't let this. Th- I won't let you pass. See, I thought that this was saying, don't try to start a secondary mosh pit at a different location in the audience. Like you're like, yeah. you know what? I don't like that mosh pit anymore. They observe rules. I don't. Li- I lost my shoe in there. No one held it above their head. Hey. You, you're you're a beefy f- person. Come mosh you're with on me. My team. What? <laughs> we're we're a rival mosh. I just really want to watch the show. Begin jumping. Oh. We're a team now. Squid game. Hurt them. <laughs> um, Sick of stank them. ironically. Everyone, everyone, stank begin. ironically. Uh, don't bother the venue staff in the pit. Yes. Oh man, you're shoving too hard. Okay, I'll stop. That's what they're there for. They're there to be. You know, in charge, they're the parent of the mosh pit. You need to, yeah. they're, hey, they're not doing it because they're mad at you. They're doing yeah. it because they care about you. Yeah, I gotta say, that's the last sort of tip here. If I'm like in it, if I'm like, if I'm skanking it to Hoobastank yeah. and really riding the vibe yeah. and doing a lot of pushing and someone tells me, hey, you need to stop, I don't know that that sort of like, you know, primitive, just in my soul instinct to mosh is going to be able to be contained at that point. Oh, that's so interesting, mm-hmm. Griffin, because if I was moshing at a concert and someone told me you need to stop, I would assume it was my inner monologue saying yeah. like, this is done This now. is not your thing, Travis. <laughs> that's that's a, be- <laughs> hey, Travis, I think you and I can both agree you're forcing this. That's The venue staff should not be there to police the intensity of people's moshing, they should be there for folks like me, who they see me like very nervously start (laughs) walking in and they just grab me by the scruff of my neck like, no friend, no friend, this is not for you. We actually have seating over here, secret seating that we didn't tell anyone about, but it looks like your human body might need it. Yeah. Hey, why don't you go buy a t-shirt, huh? A nice t-shirt? And then maybe head on home. <laughs> this is a funny joke that somebody asking the questions, the community Q&A, what do I do if somebody starts doing the Macarena whilst in the pit? Goobity-goo. <laughs> the, the community answered, nobody would do the Macarena in the mosh pit. Only moshing no is one. done in a mosh pit. What if the person uh, does what I used to do at middle school dances, which is they're too awkward to dance, so they just kind of sing along to the song in the middle of the dance floor? Yeah. What if they? What if someone tries to make a big holding hand circle in the mosh pit? Yeah, 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 yeah. What like if they? Oh, they try the to shoulders. do that. Like, and now we're gonna highlight individual moshers. We've created a mosh circle. Now you get in there and let us watch you mosh, mosh by yourself. Mosh train. Yes. yes, I'm into that. Anyway, now we all know how to do this. So let's all go to a rock concert together. And, yeah. Uh, Man, that would be fun. That would be fucking I'd fun, like dude. That. I'd love yeah, to man. What's stopping us? That. Well. A lot of stuff. <laughs> Where to begin? <laughs> what do you mean? Where to begin? Our bodies. Uh, oh, but- this should, um, this is actually good to talk about. Uh, we stop in the middle, like just when you're really starting to have fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know what you're thinking. This is an advice show. They've done very little advice. Well, we're hanging there. There's a lot more. Well. Coming, I just around the bend. 
we we take a break to do advertisements. And what is great is if you can like frequent the businesses that we talk about. And and we we make it funny. We're not like some of those other advertisers. Yeah, don't skip them. It's not a robot or something. It's really the guys that you love already. And we're kind of like the Geico cavemen of podcast commercials. We're like, fuck, that's funny. Okay, cool. That's funny. Yeah. Cool. So, um, oh, I I begin this by I say let's I'll go to the money though. Stamps. So, um, for uh, those of you at home, stamps are a thing that you have to like. Uh, they know about. They stamps. do know. How do you know is. that? Well, we have to assume a base level. Of okay, fair, fair, fair. Um, so, if you've got a small business and you know there's nothing more available than your time, so stop wasting on trips to the post office and start wasting it on listening to our podcast. Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. Stamps.com brings the service of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer and the band Postal Service right to your computer. They will. I Now... They, they will do it. Now that I have committed them to it, they're working on a media player as we speak. So whether They are sending, trying to Tron Ben Gibbard today. <laughs> 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 That's our stamps.com guarantee to you. We are going to blast Ben Gibbard with a Tron gun. <laughs> So, <laughs> guys, stop it! Wanted, I said if, I would. If you've ever wanted your computer to describe your girlfriend dying, now the chance is here. It will happen. Do you have an now old mattress? Twenty twenty one. This disc on your back? Yes, it's vinyl. You've guessed. Whether it. you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full blown warehouse shipping out order, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and standard printer, no special supplies or equipment, and you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and with my promo code my brother all one word you get us our my <laughs> promo code i called stamps.com and i said can i please have a promo code and they said yeah. yes travis but don't let your brothers use it my we should get we should make a uh an advertisement that's cool generate us three promo codes so we can see who's the, who's Ooh, the that's see which, oh boy oh we can't i like that. that up my brother and while one word, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Now, I know what you're wondering. Sometimes that can be confusing. The digital scale means it has like a digital readout, not that it's like a, like a computerized like 3D scale. I just want to make sure that it's clear. It's not made of lasers or something. So, right, I think, yeah. Okay, you don't know that. It confuses me. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in my brother, all one word. That's stamps.com, promo code my brother. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Unless you work there. Unless you, yeah. yeah. Oh, can you imagine if you worked at the post office and the post office found out you had a stamps.com account? Oh, boy. I think it would go a little something like this. (laughs) Hey, Derek, you got a stamps.com account? Uh, Yeah. Ah, oh, cool. Can you uh, sort those packages, please? He actually did the skit. Yeah. That's a good skit. I'm committed. Um, Let me talk about this next one. Okay. It's ZipRecruiter. Oh, okay. You know, th- I, I like to hand select uh, things in my life. Like I, what? Ne- like every day when I go into my, um, uh, you know, toothpaste closet yeah. and I pick the paste right. of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, what am I feeling like? Baking soda down, baking soda, peroxide, whatever. You like the ones with the stripes? The whitening. 
I like, yeah, I like the ones with the stripes sometimes if I'm feeling a little bit saucy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's me. You know what I mean? I like I like to choose. It says in the ad copy, it says I can choose my own. So I guess I did. Yeah, sure. So take yeah, don't let me off the leash again. <laughs> That's what you get. You could do the same thing I do for toothpaste. Toothpaste. You can do it for hiring though. Oh, so if I wanted to like hire a toothpaste selector, you wouldn't think that it's a big draw, right? I could choose the people that. Like get the job? No, no, no. That's not what ZipRecruiter means. You can invite people to apply for the job. It lets you pick your favorites from the best candidates. ZipRecruiter will send you qualified candidates, and you can easily invite your top choices to apply for the job. You can't beat it. It's so hard finding the best people for the job, and ZipRecruiter makes it easy. See for yourself. Go to ZipRecruiter.com/slash/mybrother to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter. Dot com slash my brother. I'm Lisa Hannawalt. And I'm Emily Heller. Nine years ago, we started a podcast to try and learn something new every episode. Things have gone a little off the rails since then. <laughs> Tune in to hear about low stakes neighborhood drama, gardening, the sordid, nasty underbelly of the horse girl lifestyle, hot sauce, <laughs> addiction to TV and sweaty takes on celebrity culture, and the weirdest, grossest stuff you can find on wikipedia.org. We'll read all of it no matter how gross. <laughs> There's something for everyone on our podcast, Baby Geniuses, hosted by us, two horny adult idiots. Hang out with us as we try and fail to retain any knowledge at all. Every other week on Maximum Fun. Hey, Griff, do you have another? Uh, do you want to start? Do you want to start a bit? Oh, no. And this is a thing Justin likes to do where he basically starts things and then he really um, puts me in the toilet. Yeah, Juice, here comes a segment that I've prepared and worked really hard on. Okay, now what you've heard there is the opening strains to the intro music to A Bit Within a Bit. This is called The Munch Squad, where I talk about, well, you'll see. There's a call and response section of this. I want a munch! Why? I want to munch. Toronto. Now, wait. Welcome, to Munch Squad. It's a podcast within a podcast where I profile the latest and greatest in brand eating. That means like fast food or what well, brand eating? I think really covers. Yeah. yeah. When you eat a brand, you guys ever heard of Culver's? Oh yeah, sure. we got Culver's here. You got Culver's oh, there? Yeah, I like Culver's. I got big news for you, bud. The Curter Burger. What? <laughs> Everyone say it once. No, I don't know what you said. I can't. Curter Burger. Curter Burger. Sorry, just say, just say, Curter Burger. Curter Burger. It's very, very Agnesia. Curter Burger. Curter Burger. Curter Burger. That was a, a very funny joke that Culver's did, which is one of the most irritating things that anybody does, where it makes up a fake item to get social media to talk about it. They did it with the Kurtaburger. And then that that is a uh it's a burger. Uh-huh. Yeah. A, the, the it's a Culver Butter Burger. Now if that sounds it's a delicious Culver Butter Burger, the top the top with golden fried cheese or curds. Uh-huh. It's a cheese uh-huh. curd burger or a curd burger. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Mm. So they did this as a joke. Ah. It's a butter burger with curd on top. Okay. The Kurtaburger. Okay. But I get it. But for once, someone did the right thing. 
sued and looked them. at the social oh. media response, as we know, I'm sure, fucking uproarious to this April Fool's gag. Yeah. And the people were so incensed that the idea of Kurderberger <clears throat> had been created, but the physical manifestation of Kurderberger was denied to them. Right. That they realized, Culver's realized it was their moral obligation to bring the menu item to life for one day only on National Cheese Curd Day, which is, as we all know, say it together, November 17th. October 15th, yeah. I said it, sorry, there was a lag. October 15th. They're launching the the Curder Burger. We got a delicious crown of golden fried cheese. Damn. Makes this burger one of a kind. The Cheese Crown. Which is which is a good one thing. Of the names you could choose. <laughs> they chose that one. Yeah, I, I believe crown. that was what um, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ had to wear on the cross. Travis, Travis, <laughs> I think you mean cheesy crust. <laughs> cheesy crust. Uh, I'm sorry, cheesy crust. We're incredibly proud of our. This is an answer. This is a, if you hear me talking in the voice of a, a creative type. This is Quinn Adkins, uh, Culver's director of menu development. Quinn Adkins. The delicious crown of golden fried cheese is what makes this burger one of a kind. The cheese crown is made up of a blend of yellow and white cheddar cheese curds, <laughs> all surrounded by crispy seasoned breadcrumbs. We're incredibly proud of our Wisconsin cheese curds, which is why they've slapped them into a butter burger, yep. and our relationship with Wisconsin dairy. So the Curder Burger is just another way to showcase our trademark quality and Wisconsin r- roots. Beyond the burger itself, the way the Curder Burger came into existence is a story worth telling. It all began on April Fool's uh-huh. Day with a prank we posted on social media. But when guests made it clear they wanted it to be a real menu item, which was such a surprise, is it? I think, to them. They in no way were backdoor announcing a new menu item to see the For sure not. Who would it do that? It completely caught them by surprise. Justin, can I ask you a question? Legitimately, I'm trying to find a picture of this thing. What's the joke? What was the joke? It's so funny that they would put cheese. I know. This is what everyone's doing things that are uh, exponentially nastier than yeah. this. The whole world is nastier than this. It's almost sort of quaint. Yeah. It's ele- it's elegant. Like that it that, that they are coming out with the Curter Burger and expecting us to be like, you did you, what? You wild. You what? I gotta give a I gotta give uh, you know, I'm always dunking on people. Uh, who answer the questions for QSR, which is sort of my hookup for this information. But on this one, I do have to call QSR itself out Uh-oh. on the question they've decided to ask here, which, to be fair, coming up with questions to ask about the Kurt Burger can't be easy. The QSR asks, why does it work <laughs> from a flavor perspective? Fucking f- what do you think, motherfucker? It's, it's fried cheese on a burger. It's a fried cheese on a burger, dipshit. It's not like a complex fried cheese on a burger. It's cheese and meat, but fried. From a flavor perspective, the Curter Burger is, which, by the way, it fails in almost every other respect. Like, it is not pleasant to look upon. Or so let's say. talk about it just from a flavor perspective. The Curter Burger is an evolution of our classic Burger Burger. <clears throat> but adds an additional savory component with our signature blend of herbs and spices, a textural contrast with the fried crown and a tremendous visual dynamic. So from a flavor perspective, it adds a tremendous visual dynamic. I know what you're wondering, guys, because it's the same question I had. What was the R&D process Uh like? How many attempts did it take to get it right, fried cheese on a hamburger? This, says Quinn, was a personal project of love. Was it? It developed in three months. 
starting in late May after the menu team saw all the attention the April Fool's message received. So just to be clear, it took you two months to read your mentions. I mean, I get it. There's probably not a lot of like Culver discussion on there, but it seems like a long time to realize like, hey, people really want this burger. The extraordinary development speed was made possible by the talent and dedication of our team, along with the strength of our relationships with our manufacturing and supplier network. Without our strategic oh, you supplier. Got, you, got, you want more cheese? Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah the sure. logistics of that in this economy? Really? Okay. How much should it cost? A hundred dollars? That's too much. <laughs> Five dollars? Sounds good. Guests have a high... For this item in particular, we wanted to wow our guests. So we designed a burger that went above and beyond. And this is where Quinn, like people are always using team language. I've never seen anyone do this in one of these press releases. Quinn then says, when executing my vision for the Curter Burger, I created a list of must-haves, including functionality of design that reflected what we deliver with our current cheese curds. So both the yellow and white curds were evident. Optimizing the eating experience of the burger so the cheese crown not only is visually appealing, but also holds together after taking a bite. Three, perfecting the size and weight of the crown so it can be consistently prepared to the highest quality in restaurants. And a high ceiling in the garage so that I can... Oh, no, wait, sorry. That's for my must-haves for the new house I'm going to buy after <laughs> for my forever after home. the curtain burger comes out. Sorry, 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 sorry. But here's the wild thing: all this work, all of it, for the curtain burger, which is available for one day. Can you imagine? Mm. This is like a corpse flower. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, all this work, it's like a corpse bride, culminating in one day of of who cares if it's consistent? It's one, it's day. one day. Buy it or don't. You know what I mean? This the is worst. that's a dedication to quality. I can. I'll tell somewhere. you what, Justin, you've really ruined me on this. After talking about the the absolute R and D mad lad that worked at Wendy's, that like worked on a new fry recipe for two and a half years, and it's hard for me now to take anybody's R and D seriously when they're like three months we put into this. I'm like, that's nothing. That's nothing. You're a child. Talk to me when you spent two and a half years figuring out how to that's make all French I fries. Think about. I want this R and D to submerge you. Into a pool of madness. Yes, from which you might never return. I want this to be your Mr. Holland's opus. It tastes better to me when you don't return from the madness pool. Yes. Speaking of Wendy's fries, if I could just pivot briefly. This week, Carl Laredo, the CMO at Wendy's, posted a picture of him and his family enjoying some new Wendy's fries. And the text of this photo is, the whole family loves Wendy's new hot and crispy fries. Really, Carl? Except for Doug, not pictured. (laughs) My shithead son, Doug, hates my fries. He's out. (laughs) The company that puts food on your table put food on your table and you enjoyed it? I'll tell you what, though, those fries fries are fucking good. And they survived the drive home in a very- Listen, I I noticed too, Trav. I didn't even realize we were getting them. And then Sydney and I both ate some fries and we're like, damn, what's up? Yeah. What's up, these fries? They're good. Okay, Carl, you're right. I don't think you and your family are lying, Carl. They're good fries. They're good fries. I would never say that. Not about Doris. Not about- I'd say it about- Rebethany. I'd say it about Doug. Doug's a piece of shit. I don't know Carl's children's names, but I'm just going to guess it's Rebethany, Rebethany yeah. and, and Doug. Doug Jr. <laughs> Doug- Doug- yeah. This is Carl Loreto's son, Doug Jr. <laughs> He's a real twisted right. mind. He's the junior of a different Doug. 
Just a Doug that Carl knows. <laughs> it's, it's named after my barber. <laughs> <laughs> he reminds me of my road dog, Doug. He's a he's this a great my, barber. I son. don't go there anymore, but <laughs> my name's Carl Laredo. This is my son, Dave Thomas Jr. <laughs> <laughs> we don't cut corners here in my family. Um, does Wendy still make square uh, patties? They don't, do they? Trav, I can I charge you with getting a Carter Burger? If you've got Culver's around you, will you get a Curtis burger what I can and, do. and gram yeah. it? Just gram yeah, it. Yeah, I'll put it on the gram. Yeah, how incensed would you be if you went into a non-participating Culver's on this one on October day? Fifteenth, yeah. and no, it's slipping. Like they're like, ah, I don't know. Let me look in the back, and you're like, I, I could be eating it now. This is the one chance I could. Have. I get thirty of them, and twenty nine of them are frozen. Is that possible? All the wasted time. Oh, all the Curtis burgers. Okay. Listen, if you only another had question. time. That's how you got Here's a question. Here's another question. We're going to help two people this yeah. week. Yeah. I live in a duplex, and I've only interacted with my neighbor once back when we moved in. The other day, I could hear him singing a song from Les Miserables oh. through the wall. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. I also love to sing show tunes. How do I approach him about our shared interests without letting him know I could hear his private singing moments? That's from Perplexed in a duplex. Why I mean, not th- let him this know? This is very strange. This is very. This is very strange to me. Why? It's very strange. Why is that? Because this is one of the. This is a new bit that I've invented for the show where I say I don't know, and I let my brothers help me because I have one version of this, a different version of this exact same problem. Yesterday, or no, it's, it's been a few days now. I was driving up to my home and I passed a neighbor. One uh, is an older gentleman who I've since learned is a widower uh-huh. li- living there b- on his own. And I passed him and his uh, cars are always in the driveway, right? I passed him. I looked in his garage and he had this fucking sick woodworking shop. Oh, like, shit. Sick. Like real, real choice stuff, yeah. right? Um, And I'm like, oh, damn. That guy's deep in the paint on woodworking. And then I start thinking like, it would be cool to have someone who lives like a couple houses away be like- Work wood with. A fellow yeah, woodworker. Sure. Like if I get some scraps, I'll kick him his way. He comes in, he's like, Justin, I need a number eight, three inch deck screw. I can help him out. You yeah. know what I mean? But I can't for the life of me think of a way. <laughs> I don't well, know him. At all. So I can't for the life of me think of a way to elegantly uh, be like, and I've expressed this concern to my wife. She can't think of anything. She's the smartest person I know. Can't think of anything. I don't know how to elegantly knock on the door and be like, listen, I looked in your garage what? and it was bright in there. And I looked in there and I saw that you love wood and I love wood too. And I just want you to know I'm here for the, you. And no. we could be like friend, not friends in the traditional sense, but you know, we'll we could share a connection. We could be wood buddies. Here's so what we what do you guys think? Your Help. problem is, Justin, you're hung up on the elegant part. There isn't. There's hold on, I'm getting some water. You can just keep talking. Can you hear me? Wait. Why would he ask for your advice? And he asked me for water. advice and then he was like, I'm fucking leaving. Hey, I'm back. The problem is, Justin, you're caught up on the elegant. There isn't an elegant. Well, I don't want it to be weird. But here's the thing, man. We get asked all the time, how do I make friends as an adult? And that is because we are worried about that weird moment. You know who don't fucking worry about that? Five-year-olds. You know? Yeah. Like, you're just going to have to roll up and say, hey, 
I noticed that you have a woodworking stuff. I also am interested in woodworking. Okay, imagine it. Like, really start to break it down to its base components, yeah. though. Do I, do? is he in the shop when I do this? I don't know. Mm. But, exactly. Yeah, like, Justin. I mean, do I knock on his front yes. door? In the middle of dinner, Travis? No. Why did I say that? No, I didn't say that. I said, Travis, why am I interrupting? He, he was dinner. spraying, Travis. <laughs> no, don't interrupt his dinner. Do this at, uh, he got out of the bath? For Four o'clock, Justin. Just Four p.m. is a save for the hu- for the husky and, neighbor and, boy that's always carrying terrible wood scraps out to his trash. Yeah. And and he and Justin saw everything, Travis. How can their relationship <laughs> possibly recover from this? So well, great idea, great the idea, door Travis. In the nude. Great idea, Travis. Pervert. Okay, well, I was trying to. Okay, I was trying to actually help our brother Justin, and then you guys call me. A no help. I'm help telling you, but I'm some, serious. Wait, do I knock on his door? Is there someone at the door? Yeah, you knock on. And then imagine it happen. Whatever you tell. I'm going to move the mic. Uh, whatever you tell me, imagine it happening to you, yeah. <laughs> Travis. Yeah. Hey, I heard you podcast. I'm a stranger. Yeah. yeah. No. There no, is risk involved, no, Justin. Don't get me wrong. What? There is risk involved, but the reward of having your own wood buddy. Yeah. Is the reward. Like. You think you're just going to get that for free? You're waiting for the universe to give you, like, an excuse to talk to this wood friend? Do I? Now, let me ask you this. Here's some alternate plans. If I'm not, if I don't have the bravery for what you said, because he's di- in dinner, do I, do I send a note? Is I send a no. letter? I like wood. Do you like me? <laughs> Check yes or no. Not, Justin. What's up with that? He's not gonna... And if so, would I mail it? Because that's weird, right? Now, if you carve a plaque that says that... And you deliver oh. a hand-carved wooden. You're saying that's the introduction, just to be like, here, here is where my skills right, are. At. Right, right, oh, right, right. Oh, I right. thought you were saying leave it at his doorstep, like this is from your secret wood. Oh no, I, well, I did mean that. Okay, good. But it's a carved wooden plaque, so he's gonna see. Like this is what weird, but the there's table, something right. here. I see. Also, I know that this is Justin because he's still walking away. <laughs> I could see him. Right, he rang the doorbell and I answered it, and I see him walking away and at a leisurely pace, frankly. And he's watching me very closely to check my reactions to what he to. Hey, uh, Justin, come up. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is good. I have some notes. I think people who are experienced in a craft or hobby are always looking for an opportunity to flex that on other people. Yes. So you mm-hmm. need to supplicate yourself to him. And maybe like you go up with a shitty birdhouse that is glued to the side of your head. And you'd be like, um, hi, I'm your neighbor. <laughs> uh, I can't help but notice that you have some wood stuff. And I, I am also into it, but I did this. And do you have any kind of solvent or something that won't, be bad for my skin um, because I have really goofed up over here. That person will be so excited for the opportunity to Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. Uh, But then they're gonna know the next time you make a a nice stool. They're gonna be like, you fucking rope-a-doped me. And And then you say, say, no, I couldn't have done it without your tutelage. Yeah, when you- You inspired me. When you pried that birdhouse off my face, that was that it, was. It must all have released something in my brain, <laughs> right? By which I mean a pneumatic staple that I think I actually accidentally it's somewhere. Fired. It's somewhere in there. From what I know about rotary saws, is they like to just fly on off 
the handle and just go zip zapping wherever they want to go. Uh, so maybe you could embed one of those in the side of his house and then knock on his door and just be like, hey, this happened. And as a fellow woodsman, I'm sure you know all about these these stinkers. What if he, I'm more, I, th- I think there's a non-zero chance that he would take my tools away. Oh. Wait, you're saying that if you introduced yourself as a fellow woodworker, he'd be like, no, not you. No, and you're not. You're not growing up enough He would for confiscate this. them from you, a 40-year-old parent of two. He might confiscate my saws, <laughs> all my beautiful saws. And what if, maybe he just takes the screws until I've learned my lesson. Yeah. But then, isn't that what we all want, Justin? You're looking for a wood father figure. Yeah. Well, the problem is, like, just this past week, I made a footstool for my daughter, and I couldn't get it balanced. Yeah. Like, you know how you, you build something? Anything you're, It's always a crapshoot when you make something that's supposed to stand on the ground on multiple right. legs. And I said it was, like, wobbly, so I cut it down, and then it was still yeah. wobbly, but the wrong way. And I kept cutting it until it eventually was offering a <laughs> negligible height <laughs> differential from the ground. And then I got so frustrated that I threw it on the ground and smashed it with a big yeah, hammer. Yeah. And I think that he should, I think maybe he should take my tools away. Oh, just I don't maybe, think that, I think someone should be parenting Maybe you need me, to approach him in that way then and be like, will you, can I apprentice with you? And can I trust good. you to, to, to stop Because me. that's what I did, man. You know, I found myself a blacksmith teacher. I apprenticed with him. It makes him really uncomfortable when I refer to myself as his apprentice, but here we are, you know? Makes me uncomfortable, yeah. and I'm not even part of the equation. I will often say, like, am I a journeyman yet? And he's like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about, Travis? And I'm like, ah, thank you. That's wise. Juice, next time you fuck up a project like that, hold on to it. and Or at least hold on to the scraps of when you smash it because of your insatiable rage. Um, and then look at like the 10 day forecast, see when the next big rainstorm's coming and then show up at his door soaked to the bone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe even if you want to go this route, your t-shirt sticking to your body a little bit and you show up. Not in a sexual way, but in a sensual way for sure. Well, or just a, you know, however kind of way you want to frame it. And, but with the scraps in your hands and then you can make yourself cry and just be like, I don't, mm. know. just say like, I don't know. And then yeah. have him just, shh, 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 shh. come on in. And I'm I just think gonna he's going to be into it. I'm going to give you this one for free, Justin. Would oh, you help me with this? That's so, funny. And he's going to yeah. know that you're a real deal guy when you come at him with genuine good wood humor like that. Now, what's going to be confusing yeah. is when he responds, I think not. And you're not going to be sure if that's a no or if that's another pun. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be hard to parse. I understand that. But that's yeah. the test. What if I start misinterpreting, like, I saw you walking towards my house, so I called the yeah, cops. Yeah, right. And I'm like, whoa, saw, I get it. Yeah, Funny. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. I, I heard you hammering on my door screaming, please, please <laughs> let me in. I wish you'd cut it out. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut. It's funny. <laughs> like wood, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I get it. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If this is your first time, we hope you've enjoyed yourself. We release a new one of these almost every Monday. We used to miss a lot, but we barely ever do that anymore. Sometimes it's Hold just a little cock. late. 
because of life. Yeah, or a little bad. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Come hell or high water, though, there'll be something here for Statistically, you. Statistically, there are um, about 300 good episodes in here somewhere. So Yeah, sure. Yeah, run the numbers. Oh, that. speaking of, if um, you are a new listener, just start on like 150 or 200 and work forward from there. Yeah. yeah. Or start at the newest one, but not the last one. Skip the, the last, last episode one, was fantastic. Do- I won't take this slander. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, well, listen to whatever ones you And want. as you're oh, working backwards, when you hit a point, you're like, well, this seems weird. Stop. <laughs> stop, stop there. Stop, 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 stop. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, if the mics get bad, it's- The content will everything. follow. The yeah. thoughts the yeah. thoughts will also be bad. Um, and you know what? This is also a good time if you are, uh, a, if you've been a listener of My Brother, My Brother and Me for a while, why not check out other Max Fun shows? Uh, during this period, they're going to be uh, doing other kind of intro shows like this to welcome in a new audience. Uh, we've got some crossover stuff that we did that's going to be in a, a new feed. Uh, we did a crossover with Maximum Film, where we talked about good and bad advice that we learned for the- Oh, this it was, was fun. 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 No. Teresa and I did a Schmanner's crossover with Titan Fights, where we talked about like the etiquette of pro wrestling and like some famous rivalries and some uh, locker room etiquette. It was an absolute blast. So check that out. You can find out more at MaximumFun.org slash block party. Uh, it's going until October 22nd. And it's not just shows and, and stuff on the network. There's going to be volunteer events and limited edition posters and games. Uh, I'm doing a, a Jack's, Jackbox game stream uh, on uh, this Thursday uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern time with Janet Varney and Carrie Poppy and and uh, James Arthur, uh, and it's going to be an absolute blast. Justin, you and Sydney are doing a stream too, right? Yeah, on the I think it's Friday night. After that, we're watching F nine finally and and live streaming that. So there you go. Fun. So make sure you check that out. More info at maximumfun.org/slash/blockparty. Uh, we've also got an Adventure Zone live and virtual show coming out November fifth. Uh, tickets are on sale now. That's November fifth at nine p.m. Eastern time. Tickets are only ten dollars. Uh, and if you're not able to make it on the 5th, uh, Video On Demand will be available for two weeks after the show. Uh, we're doing another Nanny episode, which is our Lasers and Feelings uh, RPG, uh, where we play a space like country band um, traveling the stars, playing country music. Uh, you can get tickets for that at bit.ly slash tazvirtual. Our theme song is My Life is Better With You by Montaigne. It's a great track. And the music video is very fun. It's got us and Montaigne in it. Go listen to all of Montaigne's music if you've never made that that dive. Uh, she's she's incredible, and her her tunes her tunes really slap, man. Yeah, they really slap. Oh, they say. Uh, we also have new merch over at MacroyMerch.com, including our pin of the month, which is uh, from Taz Just Us, Griffin's character Hell Raven, aka Del Craven. Sales of that pin of the month benefit the National Latina Institute for Reproductive Justice, which builds Latina and Latinx power to fight for the fundamental human right to reproductive health, dignity, and justice. There's other stuff there too. Go check it out, MacroyMerch.com. And yeah, and this uh, this is where we come to a bit of an awkward moment for new Not listeners because there's no way for you to know that we used to use the Yahoo Answer yep. service a lot for our, as our source of questions, but we don't do that as much anymore. Because it died. Because it died. So now we, we're kind of lost on that front. Except for all the ones that I stockpiled. Okay. Okay, and Griffin pretend. All the ones I stockpiled before we got going. So this one was sent in by Jim. From the office? Davis. Oh, oh! From the Garfield, yes, and from the Garfield office where they make yeah, Garfield, yeah. and it's asked by Rudy 
Rudy Giuliani, the scary oh. Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> That's just scary. Yeah, I was gonna say. It's from Booty Giuliani. <laughs> who says, oh no, th- th- you're making me like that character now. Oh, Booty, yeah, Gu- don't, don't get me wrong. Booty Giuliani is fantastic. Booty Giuliani asks. Yeah? What? Yeah? What? Just read it, Griffin. Uh, Booty Giuliani asks, does anyone want to join me in in filing a class action lawsuit (laughs) against Dick's Last Resort? They made me feel very small. Thing he's done in his life. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't even top the charts. Oh, sure. My name is Justin I'm Travis McElroy. McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother and make kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported. A man goes to the doctor and says that he's depressed and that life seems cruel. The doctor says, ah, the treatment is simple. The great clown Pagliacci is in town tonight. Go and see him and you will surely feel better. The man bursts into tears and says, but doctor, I am Pagliacci. Ah, okay, says the doctor. In which case, try listening to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is a multi-award winning comedy podcast and you can find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts.